0: Hey friends, and welcome to episode 157 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna dearman kornick and today's episode is all about burnout. Well, it's really about what happens to your body when you're experiencing burnout, We've all had some type of a run-in with burnout. We've all been in a place where we had to keep going, long past when our brains and bodies said stop. Of course, we all know the impact that overworking ourselves can have on our mental health, but today, I wanna talk to you about what it does to your body physically. In today's episode, we'll cover the difference between being sleepy and being straight up exhausted. You'll hear about why stress makes you feel wired and not tired, and how all of this impacts your immune system. Then I'll show you a few ways to fight that burnout so you can bounce back and help your body fight off the negative effects that come with stress. And because I know you're trying to make the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, I know it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. So don't worry. I've got you covered. You can find all the details and lessons learned from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 157. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road.
1: If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna dearman Cornick.
0: You know that feeling when your tasks are all over the place, Some are in a to-do list. Some are buried in emails that you need to take care of. And maybe some are over in a project management tool. Meetings in your calendar, messages in Slack, those 37 sticky notes spread all over your desk. It can be really overwhelming. And even as a time management coach, I'm not immune to the overwhelm. That's why I've started planning my days with Sunsama. Sunsama pulls in all of my tasks from everywhere into one place helps me estimate how long things will take and then time block them into my day. So there's room for the most important things. Plus I love that it encourages me to do my startup and shutdown routines. If you're feeling all over the place and your to-do list is never done, try Sunsama. It's free to test drive. So you can plan sustainable work days, prevent burnout, and start being more productive with a purpose head over to abouttimepodcast.com forward slash sunsama, and I'll be sure to link sunsama so you can check it out in the show notes. Now, on with the show. Okay, so how do we reach burnout? And what is burnout really? Well, burnout is usually what happens when we run ourselves ragged. You go too hard for too long, work too much, push through the pain or emotional struggle or exhaustion, and you tell yourself you just gotta get through it. All the little alarm bells are going off saying you should maybe just step away and come back to it later, but you don't. Whether it's because you can't, sometimes we just have seasons in life where we can't avoid the chaos, or because you've said yes to too much and you're afraid to let someone down, It's happened to all of us. And the thing about burnout, you're going to feel it all over. You're going to feel exhausted. Not just I could take a nap at any time, tired. We're talking burst into tears, have a toddler style meltdown, and feel exhausted when you wake up kind of tired. There are other physical signs of burnout too. Headaches, tummy troubles, muscle pain, insomnia, and more. Not to mention the emotional signs like decreased satisfaction in your work, a sense of failure, detachment, or a total loss of motivation or interest in what you're doing. Been there? I sure have. And we're not alone because burnout is an incredibly hot topic right now, even in academic circles. For decades, doctors and psychologists have been studying the link between stress and burnout and our immune system and they've found there's a major connection. You know how I mentioned exhaustion at the start of the podcast? Well, this is one of the biggest signs of burnout, and scientists have found that there's a difference between feeling sleepy and feeling burnout. So based on studies done at the University of Michigan, it kind of comes down to whether or not you could plop down and fall asleep right here, right now, if you had the opportunity, of course, and whether or not you're having trouble staying alert. Those are signs of being genuinely sleepy and can probably be solved with a good old-fashioned nap. But burnout, on the other hand, has several causes that aren't always because of sleep. In fact, being in that constant state of stress can actually make you feel more wired, making it even harder to fall asleep. Yeah, it's a vicious cycle. You're exhausted, but you can't sleep, So you feel worse because you actually didn't get any sleep and it keeps going on and on until the cause of burnout is addressed. Unfortunately, a lack of deep restorative sleep can wreak havoc on your immune system. When you sleep, your immune system produces essential infection-fighting substances like antibodies and cytokines, which fight off those pesky invaders in your body that make you sick. But if you don't sleep you don't give your body the chance to produce them making you more prone to getting sick or staying sick longer chronic stress can also present itself as something you can actually feel you know other than being sick and this can include chest pain headaches stomach aches high blood pressure and tons more and because stress triggers the fight or flight response in our bodies ramping up the production of adrenaline and cortisol, doing that for too long is bad news bears. Adrenaline increases your heart and breathing rates, giving your body more energy and oxygen in case it needs to react. But the thing is, if you aren't reacting and there's no tangible threat you've suddenly got to sprint away from and you're constantly in this state, it can do a lot of damage to your body in the long run. Your chances for heart attacks, hypertension, and strokes actually increase significantly. So what can you do? Well, you can start by simplifying your schedule and prioritizing what's important. Whatever you can let go of, do it. It also helps to look at your priorities and determine what actually has to be done now. Nothing will force you to prioritize more than getting sick and being laid out on the couch for a week or more, but I don't want it to get that far. The Eisenhower Matrix is a decision-making tool that can help you decide what to do next based on what's urgent and what's important. When everything feels important, it can be tough to decide what to do next. With the Eisenhower Matrix, You can decide whether to do something now, defer it for later, delegate it to someone else, or delete it altogether. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. One of my current time management coaching clients just started a brand new job, and there's a big whiteboard on the wall in her office. So on her first day, she drew a big Eisenhower matrix on her whiteboard to help her prioritize all of the new incoming information. From meetings to attend, to reports to read, Having a visual understanding of her priorities was huge for helping her prioritize what matters most and keep her head above water in those early overwhelming days. And if you're new to the Eisenhower Matrix, I'll be sure to include a picture of what this looks like over in the show notes. In addition to simplifying your schedule, another way to beat burnout is to rest when your body tells you to, if you can, or set a bedtime for yourself. Have you ever heard of revenge bedtime procrastination? Yes, revenge bedtime procrastination. This happens when your day is so full of all the things you have to do for other people that you actually delay your bedtime and stay up later so you can... Spend time doing things you actually enjoy, like reading or scrolling TikTok and scrolling TikTok and scrolling TikTok. And while I'm not here to criticize you for taking back control of your time, I do want you to recognize that true, deep sleep is going to make you feel better than that hour of time spent scrolling or watching Netflix. If you need to nap throughout the day and you can do it, do it. If you're not gonna be able to do that with kids at home or your work schedule, set a bedtime for yourself and start to wind down before that bedtime so you can get things done and cue your body to sleep. Another thing you can do when you're staring down the barrel of burnout is to make time for things you enjoy. The chores around the house can wait. Instead of taking your revenge on the day by pushing back your bedtime, Schedule in some activities that you love during the day or the weekend. For example, I know people who have scheduled in walking breaks so they get in a 20-minute walk no matter how busy their day is. Others have scheduled massages or a dinner with girlfriends just so they have something to look forward to on their calendar. The anticipation of an upcoming event has been found to increase motivation, optimism, and patience and decrease irritability. Even if you don't have any big plans to look forward to, like a vacation or a big event, consider taking Carrie L. Weiland's advice. Carrie is a social psychologist at Tulane University in New Orleans, and this is her suggestion. At the end of every day, write down one thing you're excited for tomorrow. Maybe it's a new book or getting donuts or a package you're expecting. Sometimes it really is the little things that make a difference. Another way that you can battle burnout is to reflect on the things that you've accomplished. It can be incredibly discouraging to mark task after task off your list, only to have more tasks added to your plate or more meetings pop up on your calendar. When it feels like it just never ends, I like to take a beat and reflect. You can ask yourself these questions. What are you working toward right now? Where did you start? What milestones have you already hit? What are you surprised that you've accomplished? What are you most proud of? And what is really important about the work you're doing? These seem like simple enough questions, but they can be incredibly valuable when you need a reframe. The next thing on the burnout beating list, exercise. I know it's cliche, and I know it sounds like just one more thing you have to do on your already bursting to-do list, but exercises produces endorphins, which act as natural painkillers and reduce stress hormone levels, and they can help you fall asleep at night. Plus, to reference the legendary Elle Woods, exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't kill their husbands. They just don't. And finally, when you feel like you're on the verge of burnout, be sure to take breaks during the day and actually step away from your desk. Have you ever heard of the Pomodoro technique? It's basically 25-minute sprints with a five-minute break and then a longer 15-minute break at the end of those three sprints. So that's 25 on, five-minute break. 25 on, five-minute break. 25 on, five-minute break. 25 on, 15-minute break. Yes, this is a really common and easy way to focus deeply and to still take breaks. And while I know that many people use and love the Pomodoro technique, including me, I couldn't have written my book without it, studies actually show that the ideal break link for peak productivity is, get this, 17 minutes off For every 52 minutes you work, I dare you to try that. Even if you find sprints that work for you, try it out. Remember, without breaks, we start to suffer from decision fatigue, a lack of focus, and even digital eye strain from staring at our screen so much. Plus, when we're burnt out, working longer won't help. And there you have it. I know we've all got busy seasons ahead, and I want you to take care of you first. When you feel like you're running yourself ragged and you're running out of steam, simplify your schedule and prioritize what's important. Rest when your body tells you to. Remember to make time for the things you enjoy and reflect on the things you've accomplished. Get in some exercise, remember those endorphins, And be sure to take breaks during the day and actually step away from your desk. Remember, it is not selfish to take care of yourself. We need you around, friend. And if you need help wrangling all this together and finding time management strategies that don't burn you out or make you feel bad, my DMs are always open at Anna D. Kornick over on Instagram. You can find all the details from today's episode over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 157. All right, I'll see you next week for episode 158. See you then.